60-day startup launch blueprint show, right? This is Umran with Digital Entrepreneur. This is episode 56, season 2. Alright, so we did it. Regardless of all the pandemic and all these sorry, sad stories that get you anxious, alright? We've stuck to this, what we've done, alright? And we've stuck to this path. And this is the 56th episode that we've done. Alright, regardless, uh, I've had like a few misses in between. More or less, this has been a daily podcast which we had decided. Alright, so I will keep showing up every day. And I am glad that you are showing up as well. It's highly appreciated. You've taken the time and you've taken time out of these crazy times and you've decided to participate and listen to this so i highly appreciate that all right and i'm always open to feedback so whatever your feedback is digital entrepreneur 24 7 you can hit me up on instagram all right like follow comment share whatever you want to do all right cuss me (laughs) whatever it is all right so completely down with that you can message me text me whatsapp double nine eight seven nine zero eight nine six nine right and and if you're one of those adventurous ones who just want to pick up the phone and call me i don't mind doing that probably if i'm not sure about the number i probably won't answer at first you'll probably get a text saying who is this nonetheless if you tell me you've come through the 60 day startup launch podcast you can be rest assured i'll have your contact saved and i'll give you a call the very next second all right so sounds fair enough or you can write to me umran at digital entrepreneur 247.com so let's get into it let's get into the juicy stuff all right so this is the weekend sunday is about to end and as always mumbai it's getting quite windy and we've got these rains coming in all right these rains they look a bit more dangerous keeping in mind the situations that we are in all right if it weren't for a pandemic this would be just another rain in mumbai however you never know your mind tells you maybe this is another storm coming in so i try to keep that in check as part of the entrepreneur mindset you have to keep a check on your brain and you don't want that rambling off running off the rails into a negative ground all right so whenever you feel that check yourself you know get your brain in check i mean you can tell yourself that's it i don't want to go in that direction and start working towards something more productive all right so i got my landing page up as well i mean i had that up so i was tweaking around it playing around i wanted to increase the site links and the click-through ratio on my google ads so i created like four or five extra pages you can check it out one call applications.com all right so i'm going to be dabbling with google ads as well today and probably i'm going to do that for the next week see how it is what ads are working and whatever the first time i mean i did i did that two weeks back got a lot of feedback from within the ads so I got to know the target audience as well and there was this fact that came along I mean I'm not sure if you've noticed however I was targeting and in Google you have the option to target people by their income range as well all right and my the target and the purpose for my ads was to 
identify founders or startups who are and people who are generally interested in creating a mobile application all right or they are looking to launch a startup or whatever that is what my target audience was and those are the people i wanted to get after all right and so as part of that data this was the insight that really struck me and what it what it said was the people in the income ratio the top 10% those are the people that have had the least ctr all right that was around like 3% it was under 5% it means shit all right <laughs> you want to have at least higher than 10 all right that is something that is where i keep my cut off and if it's not 10 then i just turn off or pause that ad or like make some changes or whatever so the people in the income ratio that was around the 20 and 30% range those are the ones that i've got the maximum ctr so what so what that generally indicates to me is people who've got their paychecks in check they are not looking to experiment that much and people generally this is what happens all right this is what i've come to realize as well so for most people you see the top performers all right you see the top iit graduates or whatever these are the people they get absorbed into a corporation all right and you don't generally see them creating these startups or doing something I mean I'm not trying to make a generic statement but that is what I've seen I mean I've I've had my campus recruitments and all of that so the people who've had like the good percentage and all of that they would be selected through the campus interview so once you find that cushion it's probably very difficult to get out of that and you know let that go because it comes with a lot of bells and whistles right so now the people when I when I see that statistic that you got the maximum ctr from people who are between the 20 to 30% range so those are the people they want to move up the ladder all right they want to get something more they want to identify something more so they are the ones who are trying to dabble with different ideas and those are the people who are most likely to cater to my offerings so that was a pretty good insight plus when i ran i i keep running these ads on like facebook and i do the search ads or whatever so there was this finding that struck me when it came to facebook ad as well it was the same thing the ad for app developers and app, app development and all of that i was i was targeting startup founders entrepreneurs and all of that and it was a broad interest based targeting the age range i had kept it above 18 till whatever that was to identify who my core broad audience is so i can like improvise my ads next so it's like constant testing you could be the best marketer in the whole world and it's never the case where you will get it right right in the first go and from what i've learned whatever you assume is most probably and is most likely wrong so i always try to start with a blank slate i mean if i know if it's a girl product i won't necessarily go out there and try to target men and try to identify them and convert them and tell them to gift it to your girlfriend or whatever i'm not going to do that unless and until it's not very obvious you want to start with a blank slate i mean i would not want to target anyone younger than 18 because i want them to be in a position where they can legally sign a contract and they should be they should be legally good enough to sign contracts or whatever yeah 
so so the found the, the observation on that facebook ad that i got that struck me was the impressions i had around like 2500 3000 impressions on one ad and i mean the total impression count was around 20 25000 and this was the impressions that had gone through the female population and not a single lead had come through that that was pretty mind blowing for me so i mean girls if they're on facebook they're not looking to maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm not but i switched up my ads and i looked at that data and the new sets of ads that i created i specifically targeted people who were most likely to resonate with my content so that's the beauty of analytics and that's the beauty of direct response marketing so you have to under- so you know that your truly practices what he preaches all right so it's not like i've made this up i've got like considerable amount of spends over the last 3 months 4 months if you see my spend is around 2 lakh 38000 or something like that that is the spend on my test account that i've spent uh, i know people they spend 5 10 8 10 lakhs in a month on these paid advertising because that is the kind of roi that they are getting so it comes down and it's a full circle all right so you need to be in a position wherein you are targeting the right leads and you are able to convert them as well and you need to have those offers in place traffic amounts to shit if your offer is shitty that is why we are here all right that is what we're going to do and that is what this episode is about and the lights have completely turned off all right there is no light right i think the power supply and the grid has gone off all right so regardless we are going to continue my mom is going to light some candles all right and this is another feather in the cap on these lockdown days all right so today's episode what we wanted to talk about was crafting an offer that is what we're going to do in the course of next 2 to 3 episodes and that is what we're going to deep dive into all right oh light comes back all right great so yeah such are these times all right so you have to expect things going down the drain or whatever you need to i mean we now accustomed to these strange circumstances but yeah so let's let's continue all right so like i said your traffic and the people and the customers or whatever the audience that you are looking to reach out to it will not amount to anything if your offer sucks we don't want that right that is not something that we would likely want so when we are talking about your usp it comes down to how that usp is communicated to your target audience through your offer all right that is what we are about that is what we want to do so now when we are crafting an offer today what we're going to do is it's going to be a single rule of thumb that we are going to follow and this is the ultimate truth that i've been preaching for like last 5 7 episodes i'm going to reiterate that if your prospect is talking to you about price 
you have to understand that your offer is shitty all right it comes down to price if your offer is portraying you as a commodity whenever a prospect starts talking about price at the start of a conversation with you you have to understand that the audience and the offer that you've placed in front of them you are now another person selling apples in a market filled with people selling apples all right if your offer does not create that kind of separation between you and your competitors and if your offer is not compelling enough everything boils down to price that is what the status quo of business is all right for example you go to a marketplace and you decide to buy an apple all right so you have people i don't know <laughs> the cost of apple or how it's sold or whatever i mean yeah so let's say the apple or the set of apple or the pack of apple cost 250 rupees all right you have one vendor selling it for 250 you have another vendor two to three blocks away and he's selling apples as well all right so and that guy is selling apples for 225 rupees a pack which one would you choose the answer is very simple you would go for the one which is cheaper because both of those are products both of those are commodities specifically so whenever the discussion has come down to price what has happened is somewhere in your marketing effort it could be your offer it could be your presentation it could be the audience that you've targeted those people have started to look at your business as a commodity business even regardless of whatever service you are offering regardless of whatever problem you are solving what has happened is you have successfully portrayed yourself as a commodity so what that means is your product when they switch the logo to another brand there is nothing unique about you and people if the logos are interchanged they would feel it's the one and the same all right so now what we're going to do is we're going to look at certain points that we could consider that would help us create the kind of differentiation that I'm talking about which would enable you to craft offers that are appealing that are sexy all right that would want your prospects to engage the purpose of your offer is to not sell right that is the biggest misconceptions that i want to clear right now your offer is not supposed to sell your offer only serves single purpose that is to ensure that your prospect engages that's it that is what your offer is supposed to do your offer is supposed to evoke that kind of interest so if your offer was shown to a hall of 500 people 
all right the purpose of your offer is not for people to take out their wallets and give you money the purpose of your offer is for people to raise their hands and show them and show you specifically that they are interested and that interest could be they are interested to learn more all right that interest could be they are interested to read something they are interested to explore more they are interested to talk to you and if they've encountered your offer couple of times they know you already they like you already and they trust you already they might end up buying from you all right however this is not what you expect from your offer you expect your offer to create and invoke curiosity you expect your offer to make sure your people engage with you all right so without further ado let's dive into it all right so like i said it is your job as a marketer is it it is your job as a startup founder it is your job as an entrepreneur to create an exciting and radically different offer from that of your competitors all right so two gate two great questions to think about when you're crafting an offer and that is of all the products and services that you offer which do you have the most confidence in delivering so for example if you only got paid if the client achieved the desired result what product or service would you offer them all right phrasing it another way what problem are you sure that you could solve for a member of your target market that is the first thing that you keep in mind and this should get the ideas rolling in all right second thing think about when crafting an offer of all the products and services you offer which do you enjoy delivering the most all right so jot down these questions and put that creative brain to work there are certain supplementary questions as well that you could ask what my target market is really buying for example people don't really buy insurance they buy peace of mind right what's the biggest benefit to lead with what are the best emotionally charged words and phrases that will capture and hold the attention of the market something to think about because emotion emotion is what sells and logic justifies that sale all right keep that in mind that will help you out a lot what objections do my prospects have and how will i solve them and last but not the least all right this i think is most ignored by many businesses and startup founders or whatever what outrageous offer including an outrageous guarantee can i make understand what i'm saying all right a people when it comes to guarantees 
Alright, this is where there is a wishy-washy syndrome that comes in. Alright, people they offer these no thrills guarantee. I mean, these guarantees are nothing. But I mean, it, it would have been much much better if you never had that kind of guarantee in first place. All right, those are not the guarantees that I'm talking about. All right, and guarantee does not only have to be money back guarantees. Guarantee is in the form of a commitment. I guarantee you that this project will be delivered as per this document. If it's not, I work for free on this project and I continue to work for free until your project breaks even. What? So what that basically implies is all future maintenance which you were already offering as part of your support the cost of which is already built into the sale which was anyways offered as free giving that away as part of your guarantee all right if you're an e-learning business all right if you're into e-commerce money-back guarantees that works all right and specifically if you're an e-learning business money-back guarantee does not cost you anything because all you have to do is you have to give someone login ID and password to access your course all right and if it's hosted on third-party hosting for example if you're doing a course and you're doing it through uh, private course you're giving access to only people you can do that through Vimeo that hosting is also taken off your charts so you don't have to worry about it and if they are not satisfied you give them back the money because it did not cost you anything provided the money is divided between the advertising I mean nothing is actually free but still you get what I mean alright so if it's online deliveries if something is delivered over the internet it's, you can you can play around with a lot of crazy guarantees in that particular angle all right what you can also look out for is is there an intriguing story I can tell this works all right because whenever you're talking to a cold audience you want to warm them up first all right and people they buy people first all right they engage with product and services next so a story gives your brand a human element and that in stories people are by default hooked to stories all right regardless of how technical and how b2b oriented your company or business or whatever is there is always a hero story attached to it and tell them that story first so that it gives your brand a human element and that is where you can work through all right who else is selling something similar to my product and service and how you have to research your market however don't be obsessed by it all right and who else has tried selling this target market something similar and how has that and how has that effort failed specifically learn from that all right we started this podcast 
by identifying the top 20 reasons why most startups have failed and these were not wishy-washy startups these were not mom and pop shops that we're talking about these are well-funded startups who have got funding to the tune of billions of dollars and they couldn't make it there has to be something right it's not always capital so what is that motherfucking reason that these people are failing and billion dollars couldn't help them what is that exactly so we decided to deep down deep so we dug into it we dug into cb insights they gave us the top 20 reasons the number 8 is marketing and that is why we are doing this entire series because i don't want your startup to be at the receiving end and marketing cannot be that particular reason or right? i don't want that to happen all right so one of the main reasons marketing campaigns fail is because the offer is lazy the offer is poorly thought out and it's something crappy and unexciting like 10% and 20% off all right people are not interested yet price is not their objection as of now price will become an objection once they have been with you once they have executed once you've had them through the initial process your offer gets them interested to initiate their buying journey price and discounts come at a later stage when they are in the consideration phase all right the offer is one of the most important parts of your marketing campaign and you need to spend much of your time and energy on structuring this correctly all right so as part of today's episode we've identified the core questions that you need to ask to create a compelling offer what we're going to do tomorrow is we're going to deep dive into this and we're going to identify set of questions that you can answer for your business that would enable you to create that offer all right what i'm also going to do is in the future episodes is i'm going to help you create an irresistible offer all right and how do you do that so we're going to explore that blueprint all right so i hope you enjoyed today's episode whatever your feedback is you liked it loved it hated it whatever it is you can share that feedback to me you can share it with me directly all right dm me on instagram digital entrepreneur 247 that's my instagram handle you can message me whatsapp me text me double nine eight seven nine zero eight nine six nine you can write to me umran at digital entrepreneur 247 also you can check out one call applications.com and i'll see you tomorrow all right cheers god